welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the usual brothers in arms. We have Avery and we have Connor. How are we doing, boys? Fantastic. I'm How doing pretty you? good. Doing pretty good. I'm chilling, chilling. Fresh cut. I Hey, appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Your boy is looking kind of fly. I was going to... What's the, what's the lyric where it's like, so fresh they put fresh to death or something like that? Y'all don't know. I, I know the outcast long fresh, so fresh, so clean. So Ain't fresh, no so clean. No, that's not the one I'm so talking about. But so fresh and so clean. So, um, it is November fourth. Yep. Yes, it has been. Uh, on death team apparently. Okay, you don't have your microphone anywhere close to your mouth. So I was just talking to myself really quick there, trying to find your song. So I mean, it's been an eventful night, especially as history teachers. I'd have to say it's been interesting. Yeah. Avery gave me a new hat. Shout out to my boy being yeah, the best. Bro. Stole that from Lost and Found. Listen, we all love that five <laughs> finger discount, baby. Um, <laughs> bro, when Connor came in and was like, even if it had lights, <laughs> I'm taking. Bro, you handed me that's that's forbidden rice right there, boys. <laughs> um, so forbidden rice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was not a- <laughs> sorry, headphone users. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, no, but we, we, I mean, we, we would be remiss, I mean, to not talk a, at least a little bit about the election. So, We're not a political podcast, but as it stands right now, yeah, just give a rundown of the election. Not, um, give so a side. if anyone ever is going to listen to this in the future, like 20 years from now, sup. Hope Robo Ebola is doing well. Um, how the survivor, how the survivors endured this election. Yeah. So as of right now, as it stands, two sixty four for Joe Biden, two fourteen for Trump. But it does look like it North Carolina look- is definitely going to go Donald Trump. It yes. also looks like it's Alaska is definitely going. Alaska is uh, definitely Trump. North who even Carolina lives in Alaska. It. Uh, bears. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, you're right. Um, Pennsylvania. Hey, look out for that bear. Pencil. Yeah. Hey, look up. Hey, listen, you're disc golfing out there. Watch out for bears. Uh, Pennsylvania is still a toss up. Nevada looks like it was go blue. If Nevada goes blue, Georgia's a toss up. Donald. If, if Nevada uh, goes blue, it's over. It's over. Donald Trump will lose. Yeah. If but Joe Biden can flip any other state besides Alaska, he will. He will win because yeah. Alaska's only he, three. He just won away. Trump's. He's, I mean, he's, even he's if he doesn't away. flip any of them and gets like Nevada. Well, we can, and gets Nevada, then it's we, over. We can relate it to sports. Uh, Trump blew a three-one lead last night. He did, Dude, but I said this from the get-go. If Ooh. Donald Trump would have won again, <laughs> it would have been like the Utah Jazz this season, yeah. coming from back to back. Le Biden off the glass. Le Biden off the glass. So as it stands. Um, Experts do say that Joe Biden will win. We will have to see if Nevada goes red, which is unlikely, but still possible. Donald Trump will win the election. I just want y'all to know. Donald Trump. We love everyone in this country. I just want y'all to know that I hate politics. I think that politics is the most divisive thing ever to happen to humanity i don't think so i think if you're a boobs man or an ass man that is more divisive shut up but politics is a good second i think that we should go back to the you're uh, preaching too much here you're a false false prophet i i think (laughs) i said why not both (laughs) por que no los dos um okay (laughs) hector i think that we should go back to the george washington days and he said yeah wooden teeth no 
political parties. So let's I have no political I think we should go back to the ancient Chinese days where if they didn't think their leaders were doing well, they'd kill them and eat them. That'd be real motivation, I'm telling you. I don't think Donald would taste good. He probably wouldn't. He'd probably have an orange aftertaste. Probably tastes like napalm. Damn. What, <laughs> what does humans... Wouldn't they all taste the same? I don't probably. know how humans taste, Jacob. Are you trying to confess? No, I... <laughs> We do not endorse cannibalism <laughs> on this podcast. Just go so with whatever we're talking about for today. I don't know what's going on. So let's continue on with what's going on. So before so we talk about the oh, uh, mid-season awards that we want to do this year, I think it would be a big important to talk about Bill <laughs> Belichick where he said that he, he came out and said, we won three Super Bowls in five years. Oh. We sold out. People were expecting too much of us. We did not have enough money to – be a contender. We only paid Cam like one million. It's obvious we didn't have the money. Do you feel that the Patriots are held to a higher expectation because they did so well, or is everyone like it doesn't matter? Bill Belichick can win with any team. Do you hear this? It's the world's tiniest violin. Well, as a Steelers fan <laughs> who lost multiple years to them, I can understand your frustration. I that- think. I think Bill. I think it's a mix of both of people just expect because Bill Belichick has won six championships, it will always be and always has been this season. It was Tom Brady the piece or was Bill Belichick the piece? It was um, both. And it, it is both, but Tom Brady, he's going in Tampa, leading them to a – six and two start where Bill Belichick is like one and five or two and five or whatever it Um, is. Um, But I think to answer your question, I think that a lot of people compare Bill Belichick to the greatest coach ever to play the game. Who is? Who is? Who would you say definitively right now is the greatest football coach? I mean, you got to go with Vince Lombardi. I mean, how, how he trend, how trend, Transcended, transcended the game, um, but I think if, if you're talking about greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick's got to be up there. Um, and when you have the greatest coach of all time, it's hard for the greatest coach there to be an argument that he's the greatest coach of all time. When right now he has a two and five, two and six record. Who was the football coach that got a team to win 222 points to like two in the NFL? No, it was like a Georgia State versus Georgia game. I'm I don't gonna... know. It was like in the 1860s. I don't know. I think there was a standard set by New England, and everyone's so used to them winning. And then with I them, think that's it too. With them losing players to opting out of the season on their defense, which were key pieces, to just Cam Newton straight up sucking. It's it's. I don't blame Bill. I blame the players. Yeah, and I think Cam that, hasn't thrown a touchdown in three weeks. Yeah. He's had three fumbles and eight picks. Or well, something. dude, they like. I saw a stat the other day that said that this is the first time that the Patriots had has ha- lost four straight yeah. since like the two thousand three or two thousand two year. Yeah, and it's, um, and in that time period, I'm pretty sure there was like over three hundred. Uh, John instances. Heisman was the guy in charge of the two hundred twenty two beatdowns. It's it's literally. That, that's, that's crazy. Wild. It's literally just a mixture of injuries this season being weird and Cam Newton not playing well. Yeah, I think that, like Seahawks game Cam Newton where he threw 450 yards, like four touchdowns. 
but now all of a sudden they have no receivers. Yeah, and well, that only- is one thing that so I don't mean to cut you up, but that's the one thing that Brady constantly harassed his receivers last year was they don't get open. Yeah. And Cam Newton can throw the ball, but he was never the most accurate quarterback. He's not a Drew Brees who can thread a needle. Yeah. On through another needle through another needle. I don't know if Drew can do that anymore. Not anymore, but in his <laughs> prime he could. But it, Sorry, I, I, I do think that like Cam Newton does have some stuff left in his tank, but his team, his offense is just not good. He is not in the point now where he can will it to be done by himself. Yeah. Um and I think that he has to have some good solid yeah. pieces around him. But to kind of go back to the original question, I think one of the reasons why they're doing so bad is, yes, Cam Newton is playing terribly, throwing interceptions and fumbles and everything else in between, but the same defense, which last year, the top ten. the Patriots defense was they probably really top like, number one, it was number like, two, number three, somewhere yeah. in the num- top three. I think it's, like Brady had a top ten defense every year it was in like the New England Steelers, for like 20 Ravens. years. Yeah. But if you look at this year, they have Stephon Gilmore, which is the reigning defending player of the year, a defensive player of the year. But other than that, their studs, their kind of centerpieces of that defense are not there. They're either gone or they're opted out. Um, And so I think that that's another key reason why they've lost four straight and why people are now – and I do think that Avery's 100% correct of when you are so used to winning year in, year out, you and even in it. your off years, you go six, 10 and 6. Like 8 and 8 or something. Yeah, even in your off years, you go 10 and I don't 6. Think the Patriots had an 8 and 8 season in what, 15 yeah. years? They've always had a positive record. I mean, even I when Tom Brady tore his ACL, Matt Castle went, what, 11 and 5? Yeah. And I, I will say this. Like I tell people, when you work and you go above and beyond so much, the above and beyond becomes the standard. Yep. So to beat the standard that is now above and beyond, you have to go above and beyond, above and beyond. And I don't think we can we can knock it where the Patriots dynasty, Patrick Mahomes potentially and the Chiefs could replicate it with the talent they have. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever see a parody like that in football ever again. Where there's been historically great teams. Well, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it's so Green hard Bay. to be good for 20 years. Yeah, like when I say the new season starts, yeah, teams will always be a contender. Dallas is always considered a contender, but that's because it's a legacy thing. But when someone tells me the Patriots have a chance to win, I go, odds are they're going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so, like no one counted them out ever as long as Brady was there. So, yeah, and I think that kind of – going off of that and I got a question to ask you say for instance Bill Belichick goes 4 and 12 I don't think it will happen but let's say I mean, he goes 4 and 12 in their division they gave Buffalo a run yeah. even until the last second but let's and they're playing against let's the go Jets. that he ends up 4 and 12 <laughs> let's say next year he ends up 6 and 10 this is just a hypothetical situation yeah. will will if there is Will there be a, ever a time in which Bill Belichick will be on the hot seat? No. I don't think He's so because if maybe, maybe if like, how old's Bill Belichick? Well, actually, now? he might be. He's like 63. He's high 60s, low 70s. I think he's going to, I think he loves football. I saw a video, uh, it was Julian Edelman talking about himself walking to the locker room and how he was there one night 
like practicing. And there was Bill watching. on the treadmill oh. watching film the whole time he was there. He he eats, sleeps, breathes. I mean, he I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we that's the best modern coach of football. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe maybe the only other coach is the one for Alabama, Nick Saban could be the only other coach I could say that you could say potentially is like better than him. But for him to coach at the national level for that long and be that successful, yeah. I mean, the Patriots were the only organization that could tell a player, you'll take a pay cut because we're going to win you a Super Bowl. Yeah. That is the ultimate flex. No other believe, organization. And you believe, believe them. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could go to New You can go to Free. I don't free, like talking good about them. You case. can go. You Listen, I'll say <laughs> this. I'm a Panthers fan. I respect them, though. I have to say, I lost. That we lost them in the Super Bowl. I think we should have won. We gave Brady too much time on the clock, and there was the debacle that we kicked the we kicked the kickoff, and then they went to the fifty, and they started the fifteen. It was over because they had freaking the best kicker. Of all Rest time. in peace, John Casey. Yeah. So, oh man, I forgot about him. He's not dead, but no, his his, his football career's yeah. dead. He's a head coach, right? Heck huh? of a what? Wait, who? I'm getting John me. Casey's the guy who kicked it out of bounds. Yeah, John Fox yeah, yeah. is the head coach oh, at that see, time. I heard John. Um, but the question, <laughs> the question becomes, is that, and the reason why I ask that is because some people, and this is not, this is a completely different sport, but some people, because of how North Carolina, Ch- Chapel Hill foot basketball ended up the year last year, being very subpar by their own standards. standards. Some people were saying that Roy, Roy Williams needs to be gone. No, I think because that's, it's, when you win so much, it gets easy to to blame. For example, I don't think even when the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, another coach I consider oh yeah. to be an awesome coach, Steelers uh, fans wanted him fired every week because of like yeah. losing. I mean, Jason teams. Garrett. I mean, for example, Jason Garrett was eight and eight like every year with the freaking Cowboys. They called for him to be fired every year, and guess what? Mike McCarthy ain't doing it for him. Oh, Ben DiNucci. So maybe because I think understand is it is I think football is one of the hardest sports to build a team for. You can go out spend some money now. For example, the Horns will always have a hard time fielding a competitive team because it's not a big market. The Lakers could just exist, and because you're the Lakers, you can pull a big name. But who was the coach for Michael's there? I'm blanking on his name. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson went from the greatest team of all time, arguably, to the, to the other greatest, greatest team of all time. With if, the Lakers. If, my hypothetical question for you is this. Bill Belichick's fired end of this year. Robert Kraft says we're going a whole new direction rebuilding. Bill Belichick applies for other jobs. What team's he going to? The Jets. Um, <laughs> you know what I think he's going to do? In order for that, to, who he has to go to. He's going to retire. Is, I think it's the Browns. Because he started there, he got fired, <laughs> went to the Jets, quit after like a day, and then went to the Patriots. Because if you watched what he built in the Browns, Nick I like Saban. That. I like that. Could you imagine if he said, Browns, I'm going to be believing again. Home. I'm home. No, and he I, just like wills that team to victory. I don't see him going with any other team but New England. <laughs> like uh like Michael Jordan when he came back from baseball, literally two words. I'm, I'm back. back. <laughs> I think at his age he's just gonna retire with New England. Uh yeah, I could definitely see it, but in the hypothetical world of where he could go, I think that it would have to be somewhere that has a lot of talent, somewhere that could win now. So well, I think like, that, that I think you are right of possibly a Brown situation. Like I don't now and uh, we want, we need to move on, but 
when does somebody rely too much on the past? So, like, say for instance, five years. So you say five years because the reason why I ask is maybe Bill Belichick ain't got it no more and he just isn't doing it for him. Like if you give him to him for 10 years and he gives you a three and 13 year every single year, at some point you got to be like, is this the same guy that we had? Let's say, for example, Matt Rule, love him. I think he's going to be a great coach. Let's say he runs, we go like five and whatever, four and whatever, three and whatever. After three years, he's on the hot seat. Because you, yeah, but we're talking about Matt Rule, who is a very up-and-coming coach. But I'm saying for Bill Belichick, if he goes one and th- one and whatever, three and whatever, four and whatever, you go like he's rebuilding. Two, three years later, you're on the fifth year and he sucks. I think then you can say, all right, yeah. maybe you're on the hot seat. Yeah. Mike Tomlin went eight and eight with like scrubs, at scrubs, and he wasn't going to get fired. But Stephen Skafanski, who was like went eight and eight in the Browns, the greatest season they've had in thirty years, fired like the next year. Yeah. So like you it really, wasn't, it wasn't Skafanski's the coach. No, it's not it was, who it was. It was uh, uh, Freddie Kitchens. Freddie no, Kitchens. it was the one right before Freddie Kitchens because Freddie Kitchens was the Mike Pettin. No, he's on. He's on the Cleveland. I don't even know how many coaches they have anymore, bro. They go through them every year. He was like zero. No, and it was actually like a really. Oh, I don't have my phone. Oh, you talking about the guy who used to coach for the Bengals? No, not Marvin Lewis. Not no, the, the the guy who coached with Marvin Lewis on the Bengals. He was the black dude, bald head. Yes. I don't know. I who forget he his name. He had one win with them. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson was named the Browns head coach. Is that who you're talking about? After only three wins in forty games, he was replaced. By, but it's by who? He was replaced. Freddie Kitchens. Uh, no, Freddy it's Kitchens. not. It's not Freddie Kitchens. I guarantee you. Just keep going. I'll, I'll the, figure. When it out. they went eight and eight, I don't remember. But listen, as we're, we're talking about Tom Brady, let's talk about MVP race. Greg Williams is who it was. Halfway through the year, is Tom Brady in the MVP race? Yes. Jacob. Well, the question. He is in the MVP race, but who quest- else is in this race? Just but who? No, I don't. I don't want to hear who's in the race. I want to see who is your pick right now for this MVP. Right now, it's Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. He's the MVP because he literally has to do everything for them to win games. Yeah, and I, I'm going with I'm going with Russell Wilson too. I mean, if you look at sheer statistics, I mean, he has the most touchdowns by a mile with 26 touchdowns. Um, and this is like the second most all time through I think week eight or seven games or something like that. Um, he's third in the league in completion percentage. He's fourth in the league in yards with twenty one uh two thousand one hundred and fifty one. And he has a bye week. And so like Matt Ryan, who hasn't had a bye week, yes, his his statistics are a little bit inflated because he hasn't had the like he hasn't had the bye week that Russell Wilson had. So I am definitely going with Russell Wilson as my MVP. Um, you say Tom Brady. What, think, what's up with Tom Brady? I think just because of his age and them watching him, you know, consistently score a ton of points and his team effectively slicing through Green Bay. Uh, they just who do they just beat? They barely just beat the Giants, but they, they beat Green Bay the week before. Yeah, they beat Green Bay the week before. I think they still have a tough schedule. I think he's going to continue to win out, and I think that at a certain point they just got to give it to the old man. I would like to see Russell Wilson win. I would like to see because that's the only one he doesn't have is MVP. Okay. I think he's been shafted. I but I think the football heads over there, if he can, if he could win the division, Tom Brady, he's yeah. getting MVP at his age. Yeah. But, dude, 
I, I just think if Russell he can Wilson's, win the division, if, I'm saying like if he is the team, like he gets, if he's getting the bye in his, we're doing the but NFC if we're, AFC, but whatever. if we're talking about if we're talking about divisions, the <laughs> NFC West is the hardest division. division. No, I can get that. And so like the Saints, yes, the Saints are okay. Falcons are nowhere to be found. Panthers have lost like they three. Exist. Sh- they they've lost like three straight. They're so so. Yeah. So like if if we're talking about has credibility for winning a division. It has to be Russell Wilson. Man, I, I have to say it's Russell. Like, 2,000 yards, to, 20 TDs. He literally has to play perfect for them to win games. Don't get me wrong. I think Tom Brady's in the conversation. Um, but just, I, but Russell Wilson. between Russell Wilson yeah. and everybody else. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll see. So now let's so over. Continu- continuing on these midseason these awards. Offensive we, player of the year. Offensive. Yeah. It cannot be your MVP pick. Well, I tell you what, because there you could are just say every, Russell Wilson every once in a while. Now it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, the offensive player of the year is the MVP. Okay. That has happened a couple. Matt Ryan I know, was the I latest. Want, I want happen. us to. Yeah. I want us to like diversify because uh, Patrick you could Mahomes. Say offensive player of the year. You could say interesting. So you're going Patrick Mahomes. Why? Well, if, if would you well, select Russell stuff. Wilson for offensive player of the year? If you could. Well, you said he couldn't be. Well, I mean, if you wanted to, you can. But I'm if, saying let's let's give another option. Besides if it could be your, both, I'd say both. But I'm still gonna say Patrick Mahomes for offensive because he just lights up scoreboard. I and the throws he makes. No, I get you. Um, I'm going with somebody who's the workhorse of the NFL right now, and that's uh, Derrick Henry. Um, right now he's sitting on. He is sitting on top of the. Uh, he has the most rushing yards. He has the most carries, like hey, by a mile, um, and that just kind of shows how much he is. He is the workhorse right now of not only the Titans but of the NFL, where See. you don't have a Saquon, where you don't have a C Mac, where a lot of uh, where Zeke is nowhere to be, be found. found. Like a lot of your top guys have kind of shied away yeah. from the spotlight this year. Where Derrick Henry, I mean, he's second in touchdowns. Not only does he have a lot of yards, but he also has a lot of touchdowns. Um, so yeah, that's who yeah. that's who I'm going with, and uh, he has 108. Yards per game. Only reason I don't say Derrick Henry is because he's been shut down the last two weeks. I think it's going to be a quarterback. But even but even against the Steelers, he still had seventy five. Seventy five yards against is the best offense defense. We talk about it all the time. Aaron Rodgers, my down games, my down years Are is career years, years for everybody. I, else. I will have to agree with Derrick Henry on that. I do think Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has some down games. Played against Denver and was looked terrible. And the defense oh, did everything. Ran all over them in the snow. Yeah, but that's the problem is that like a quarterback has to do it with his arms. He has a team around him. Derrick Henry just runs the ball. Yeah, and he stiffed on Josh Norman. Man should be getting offensive. Dude, player and of he's year. and he's so like, dude, Derrick Henry. He is the unicorn of workhorses. I don't want to argue it. I just and, no, we're not arguing. But it, it's just wild. It's to amazing me to of see like. Him work. Derrick Henry is the Calvin Johnson of running backs, of just this freak specimen of he can run your ass over. He has like Leonard Fournette strength, but also has like, like C-Mac Z- cut Z-, Z like Zeke speed of like, bro, we're seeing a guy who is 6'4", 235 pounds of pure muscle break away from the fastest dudes in the world. Like, that to me is wild. Like, bro, Derrick Henry is like 
Dude, I watched some today where it was Calvin Johnson. Bro, Calvin Johnson back in the day was, I think Calvin Johnson's the most underrated wide receiver of all time. I'm going to say this, and this is going to be my hot take of the day. We're going spicy takes only today, boys. Spicy McNuggets. Okay. Calvin Johnson is the greatest wide receiver of all time. The man's known as Megatron. No. And here's why. Here's why. Hear me out. Jerry Rice, often regarded as the best wide receiver of all time. Just often. But but explain to me how you can be considered the best when you're getting thrown the ball by Joe Montana, arguably top seven quarterback, if not top five, Steve Young, top ten quarterback, and both those guys are your quarterbacks for your 18 of your 20-year 20 20 career. Tell me, other before Matthew Stafford got there, who was Cal, who was throwing it to Calvin Johnson? Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky, who ran out, out of, of the, the end zone. zone. I think that if Calvin Johnson what, was any with other team, what I think that if Calvin Johnson was on any other team, I think that Calvin Johnson is the Barry Sanders of wide receivers. Of, can you imagine that the Lions blew two yeah. of the best players of all time? Yeah. It blew it. I can agree with that statement. I think the only wide the receiver, only person that I can DeAndre put, Hopkins would be the only like modern player I could say who. What could. the heck? DeAndre oh, Hopkins is the only not what I was expecting. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is the only modern NFL player who's playing right now who I can, can see if he has a long successful career. Julio, could, Julio Jones is good, but he's been hurt he's the last few okay. years. No, he's hurt. It's like the same thing with AB. AB would have been my who's pick your, if AB didn't didn't exist. Who's your top three wide receivers of all time? All time? I'm going in order. I'm going Megatron just because I got to stick to the, the hot take now. Jerry Rice, and I'm going Randy Moss three. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. I don't care. I would have to say. Y'all, Ran- sl- y'all sleep on Megatron. No, Megatron's definitely Megatron. my Meg- Meg- play long enough to be better. Jerry than Rice. Megatron. I don't care about his quarterback situation. Bro, Megatron is literally getting triple team. I don't care. <laughs> bro, how do you not care? Oh, so you're triple team, so you're automatically better than someone who played longer one if rings you and catch, has better stats. If you it's get, not a debate. Bro, it there's literally how not is a big enough. Stop. stop. This will now I declare debate. Stop. I declare next podcast Megatron versus your best wide receiver debate. We will be discussing this Literally, next week. Jerry Rice has no, a I want, whole 15 no, I, years on this No, dude. I don't want to debate Megatron versus Jerry Rice because he will win that debate. If we're going to debate anybody, I will guarantee you that I could win a Megatron versus Terrell Owens debate. Oh, yeah. I, for I mean, sure. yeah, you could win that, but it still comes down to the sample size, careers, and stats. The and dude went out in the He's going to lose all those. It doesn't matter on how much like a of a broken hand for like he is. A year, I think. It doesn't matter. It comes down to stats and playing, and we've talked. He about this has before. the most stats. He has he the most more yards, yards in, in a season. In a season, not career, of all time, but not a career. Because he played, To played for like okay. eighteen then million he shouldn't years. Retired, on a terrible, finish his contract and go to a different team. That's his fault. So you're telling me that Deion Sanders is not better than Walter Payton. Deion you're, Sanders. You're you're saying that Deion Sanders, because he didn't play long enough, is not a, as good of a quarterback uh, as a running back as Walter well, Payton. Deion as Sanders Emmett played Smith. corner. So, uh, did I? 
Barry Sanders. That's who I'm talking about. That's who I meant to say. So you're saying Barry Sanders is not as good as Walter Payton, no. Emmett Smith. I'm saying no. Nope. I'm not saying they're better. I'm just saying like if we need we need to move on. We'll we'll talk about this another care, day. Bro. Literally, if you didn't play long enough, it doesn't matter how Jerry great Rice, you were on the Megatron, field. If your stats aren't better. You're not better. Jerry Rice. So if if you have multiple years of prolonged success, and running backs easier you, to judge than a receiver. If your wide receiver, if he is five years, ten years at the top of his game, the best wide receiver in the league, but he didn't like Antonio play for Brown. I would say that Antonio Brown is in his prime, probably yeah. one of the better yeah, wide receivers. He was, but if he was still playing, he would be considered a Hall of Famer. But he's not going to be because of how that went down, bro. I'm. I. I just. I can't. It's a good debate. I, I just can't agree with like I can't agree that Calvin Johnson's better than Jerry Rice or Randy Moss. I just can't. There's nothing about me that can agree with that. And I loved him. I love And Calvin don't Johnson. get me wrong, I could definitely see how you could argue <clears throat> Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. But I'm, I'm definitely even Jerry on Rice, the low end, I'm going Calvin Johnson number three. Jerry That's Rice, okay. Megatron, DeAndre Hopkins. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> That's even more disrespectful than what I said. <laughs> I'm saying I think I'm hedging the bet. T. That Higgins. I am hedging the bet right now that DeAndre Hopkins will have a Larry Fitzgerald season with the Cardinals under Kyler Murray. Under an air raid system, he's going to get a lot of yards. He's a threat. He was under – listen. But we're talking about best of all time. Yeah, all time right now. I'm, right now, on the Diop off the list, I would probably have to say Randy Moss. But I think that – DeAndre Hopkins will absolutely. But Megatron, I think, is the second. Listen, Megatron is the only wide receiver I know of that you could have the entire backfield on that man. If I had to rank And Megatron would body check all of them. I would literally put Calvin like fringe three. I'm not saying he's not better than him. As a physical specimen in like performance plays, yes, he's more of an athlete. But I'm talking straight up stats and all-time ranking. He's not going to be ahead of them. I like I (laughs) – want you to know I hate stats so much I love stats in one aspect but I hate stats in another yeah well if you just watch people play then like it's just opinion at that point but here's the thing is that what you won't see in stats is that Jerry Rice had other pieces around him running back you had Dwight Clark who the catch you had other wide receivers that would take the pressure off of Jerry Rice yeah, where he could get a one-on-one matchup a two, a safety matchup whereas Calvin Johnson's Calvin Johnson was it for the Lions then I'll say you this. knew where it was going well, <laughs> and then I'll say this and you that's still could Detroit Lions franchise for not building a team around him but and you, that's why he'll you, never be but better do than you them. fault Calvin Johnson for that no it's not his fault but I'm not gonna put him in number one just because I feel bad that his franchise sucked and not building around him no I'm well whatever's next <laughs> let's just go on to it all right we sorry, can this sorry. For days. <laughs> defensive player of the year um, I'll start with this one. I'm going with Aaron Donald. Um, Aaron Donald's tied oh, for yeah. most with sacks. He has nine sacks right now. Um, and Aaron Donald literally is a another physical specimen. No, I like Aaron Donald. Hey, bro, but, I won't debate Aaron Donald. He's an animal. But Aaron, the, the thing about Aaron Donald and why I would go with Miles Garrett or TJ Watt or something like that, but Aaron Donald, him being a defensive tackle, Almost every single play, he is getting double teamed. Do you think double Nick team, Bosa would be in this conversation if he was around? Who? No, no. Who? Nick, Nick Bosa. 
Um, he could be. What about Joey uh, but Bosa? I, I think Joey Bosa's. It, he's playing. It, isn't he playing? A little bit. Yeah, but he's he's playing good. But he's not like having that type of year. Yeah, and the thing is, is that to me, what speaks volumes and why I give him the nod over everybody else is because, dude, Aaron Donald's getting double. Double team, triple teamed every single play. Whereas Miles Garrett or a TJ Watt or a Nick Bosa or a Joey Bosa or whoever it is, they are in the end, so they have one-on-one matchups. So he only has to defeat one person, whereas Aaron Donald has to slip through two, three, four people. Uh, I mean, he doesn't slip through him. He just moves them out TJ, of the way softly. TJ gets doubled a lot. By who? A tight end? No, that, no, no. How the he hell are the they going to – He took on two – he took the tackle on the guard. From a defensive tackle position? From the end. An offensive tackle, an offensive Why, why was he? And then he had to hit a running back. Well, it just depends on every play. Why was the guard? All, I'm confused on how that works because. I'm saying TJ's an outside linebacker. Yeah, but shouldn't he be going on the edge? Isn't yes. he trying to hit the edge? Yes, but they had the the way the offense. For this play that I saw, the, the center took two people. Or, or took the middle guy and the running back out the other. And then the tackle and the guard took TJ. Oh, that sounds. I, I'm not. I'm having a hard time visualizing. But you're going TJ. Two guys on what's the, the what's the reasoning behind TJ? Uh, he's got an interception, three passes defense from outside linebacker, six and a half sacks, twenty solo tackles, and he leads the league in tackles for loss. Okay. And he's got twenty one QB hits and like forty pressures. Yeah. Con like, man. And he's also the highest graded edge defender in the NFL. What right who? What is grade? Pro mean? football focus. Oh, okay. They're grade. They grade players every week. He's been the highest every week. So, who are you going with? I would have to say for defensive player of the year would have to either be Miles Garrett or Minka Fitzpatrick. And the reason why I'm choosing Minka Fitzpatrick is because I saw a great video that talked about how he's now the Troy Polamalu, the new Troy Polamalu of the Steelers defense. He is smart. He's intelligent. And the Steelers defense weren't doing so hot. And then when they inserted him in, he knew what he was doing. But he became like this. The the Steelers didn't really add much to their defense besides Mika Fitzpatrick. And they went from like a good defense to the best defense in the league with adding one individual. The only thing I refute with that is he can't stop the run like Troy could. Well, I'm not saying that like yes. not, Troy Polamalu could tackle the QB with a direct snap. Like, I don't care. There will never be another quarterback that I'll ever see who will hop over linemen and block a punt or a kick. No one's ever doing that again. But I'm saying that, like, yo, the first play of that Baltimore game, Mika Fitzpatrick, I think, intercepted that ball and then ran it back for a touchdown. Uh, That was Spilly. That was Spilly. Spilly? Oh, good for him. But here's the thing. He did have the game ending. Last year, last year I would have tended to agree with you. But this year, Mika Fitzpatrick... Is not, I mean, last year he had what five, six games where he had an interception. Like it was like multiple he, games back to back to back where he had an he interception. He had two picks off the Dolphins, pick six off the Colts. That he has one interception yards. this year. But uh, last year like, he had like five and so, like two fumble recoveries. But the, the I mean, I I can respect the the pick, but um, I I would just go with last year would be a better better option. This year he hasn't. Performed as well. They're not throwing to him. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's that, another. That's thing. nothing. He's—he's he's like people are like, 
Yo, it's kind of like you're on an island. island. Yeah, it's kind of like, like Lamar island. Jackson threw to Willie Sneed at in the game last week. Got his boy murdered. So when they tried to pick that ball off. All right, let's let's run through offensive rookie, defensive rookie. I have my picks. I'm gonna go with my dark horse candidate because he's been a workhorse. One second, as I get his name. Offensive right. rookie. Offensive rookie of the year. What's this guy's name? I'm going James Robinson for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're oh, running back. That is a good one. That dude. Uh, freaking Forgot 62 yards, 102 yards, one touchdown, two touchdown for a rookie in the L.A. game. That meant carry Jacksonville to almost a victory there. So I think for a running back to come off, I mean, I know he doesn't have the touchdowns. I know it's not a very like expensive pick, but that dude stepped into the Jacksonville Jaguar running back role on like week one of the season. And he's played every game and he's done so as best he can. Yeah. Like, that's a workhorse right there. Avery, who you got? Well, I was going to say Chase Claypool, but I'm going to go with T. Higgins. Wait. He's a rookie, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, T. Higgins. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Him and Joe Burrow just seem to start having, like, tons of chemistry right now. And everybody thought A.J. Green and Joe would, like, link up. But this kid that they drafted this season ends up being the guy. He's Joe Burrow's got to win it, though, Yeah, in my opinion. That man is throwing ungodly numbers. Yeah, maybe and I should have dual... picked him for offensive rookie of the year. So that is actually who yeah. I'm going to pick. Well, yeah. let, me, let me say this kid's stats I'm saying right that. So I, I will tell you T. Higgins' stats because he was going to be my pick. He has 33 receptions for 488 yards oh. and three touchdowns. Dang, I stole your pick. Yes, but off the dome. Yeah, I'm going. I honestly think, and people think that it's Joe Burrow by a mile, but I think that Justin Joe Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert have a good claim to the throne. The only Um, difference is Joe Burrow has won games. Yes, but Joe Burrow has won two two games. So the Chargers. I think Chargers have only won two games. Yeah, but Tyrod won one. Did he? The first game against the Bengals. And oh, then yeah. their stupid doctor had to go puncture this man. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Can we not? We need to remember this. We need no, a reason but, for but Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, I, I think have, both have, have good claims Tua, to the Now Tua is in. We'll have to see how he now, does. I, I, this is before we go to <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year. Some people, and I, I know you're going to – I want your take on this. I heard, and I meant to bring this up last week, oh, but there's somebody who said – that Tua is going to be the Philip Rivers of that draft class. Now, I don't know what that means. What, like just never wins the playoffs? But I don't know. That's all I had on the quote. So You have a lot of kids? For long term, <laughs> long term, you have Justin, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua rank their ceilings. Uh, Joe has the highest ceiling. Okay, and then? I haven't seen enough from Tua, so I'm going to put him third and then Justin second. Okay. Now, where do you rank – and we talked about this a, a little while ago, but where do you rank that – That what was it, the 2003, 2004? The Steelers? Uh, uh, the 2004 draft class? Two, 2004, the big three, the Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers. Uh, ben, Phillip, Eli. Ben, Phillip, Eli. Okay, I turn to you, Connor. And that's where, like, that's like – Unbiased. Like okay, I, I can respect it. Where do you go? What about you for the the highest ceiling for these modern players, and then for um, Eli Ben and uh, Eli Ben and Philip? 
I think Big Ben has had a better career than I mean statistically than all of them. So that's got to be Joe Burrow. Um, I'm Justin Herbert. I think is He's very good. Um, I do think that he'll be the Philip Rivers. I think the Chargers is just a good organization, but I don't think with them moving to L.A. and it's like a big move for him. And I mean that team's getting older, and I don't know if I trust the owner as much as I do and the coach and all that other stuff. I do think that Tua will be the Eli Manning, and I think he'll do a better job than Eli Manning only because I trust the Dolphins. I like their coach. Good defense. Their owner is smart. I mean, their owner isn't the best, but the man's proven he's going to do what he can to win, and he's going to trust his players. And let's be honest. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't I mean, he wasn't doing awful with that team, and they got a bunch of draft picks, and they're smart about it. I think that Justin Herbert's going to – in, in, is going to have to accept an, an aging team. He's got to break while, the Chargers curse of while while Burrow and um, Tua are on like these fresh young teams yeah. with potential off, deep offensive rookie of the year with T Higgins. Yeah, I mean they do. I mean you know uh, who's our running back? That's Giovanni Bernard still there with a beautiful mustache. Joe, but Joe Mixon. I'm talking about Joe Mixon still a pretty good running back. And if they get some pieces around yeah, the offensive Tyler line Boyd. and they can protect him, and if AJ Green can ever return to form. I mean, if they ever throw to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Don't, don't get me wrong. I completely agree. I think that A.J. Green's taking targets away because T. Higgins is so, like, you got to block A.J. Green as a threat. Yeah. Now, I will say this. I If I were to rank them, if I were to rank the past guys, I would go, personally, just Phillip first. Um, I would go with Ben second and then um, Eli Manning third. Eli Manning, when you talk about Eli Manning, you have to talk about the Super Bowl wins. But him as a quarterback statistically has always been pretty mediocre. Um, and so it's it's hard. The but, last like eight years. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he's never been above – like I think he's never been above like number five it's on like, the, it's the like, passing. It's like Ben – it's like Ben's up here. I put Ben at the prime elite. And if Philip, elite, fringe elite, fantastic. Yeah. And then, like, Eli is, like, mediocre to fantastic. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going for this peop- these no guys here. No disrespect to Giants fans, I'm um, just saying. I, I'm going with Joe Burrow 1. I'm going Justin Herbert 2, 2 or 3. I um, haven't had enough games for Tua to be a – Yeah. And, no, I agree with you. Tua's I think like that one game. I, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think that Justin Herbert could be that guy. Um, you say that – He needs to fix the Chargers special teams because Phillip Rivers would have won when he had the best offense and the best defense. It's just the Chargers there. are just that cursed of almost beating really good teams and not doing it. <laughs> but here's the thing is that, like, you, you said that it's an aging team. But the Chargers team right now – to me, is not an aging team. It's a prime, like this is their prime team. Um, it's their coach it, holding them back too. It, partly, whereas Joe Burrow and and Tua, they have a very young team. I do agree with that. But I mean, we were talking about earlier that if, uh, like months earlier, that if the if the Chargers got Tom Brady. They could be Super Bowl contenders, but he didn't want to. Play I Patrick. think any. <laughs> yeah. I think any team with Tom Brady could become a Super Bowl contender. Except yeah. the Jets. Yeah, the Jets do suck. So let's talk about defensive <laughs> yeah, players of the year. I'm going to give you mine, but also say something very defensive. cool that I like. Yeah, defensive, defensive rookie play? of the oh, year. Oh, he's a player. I was like, sorry, yeah, defensive rookie of the year. I do think that Chase Young is going to win it. Men's unstoppable on the line of that Washington defense. Ron Rivera, I think, is absolutely bolstering the defense on that. But I'll say this though, as a Panthers fan. Seeing Jeremy Chin and Derek Brown technically in a contender for two picks, 
it gives me hope for my defense uh, come I, in the next few years. My, mine was going to be. And my favorite thing ever is apparently Jeremy Chin's team is defensive back linebacker. Well, Derek Brown's team is Carolina. So I don't know what's going on in this website right now, but <laughs> hey, you know, let it go, baby. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Jeremy Chen too. I think that he is a really good player. Definitely can be that kind of nickel linebacker there's, safety that there's some, you need him to be. Some guy I I, I really respect, Brett uh, something Brett I'll, I'll get his name Favre. in a second. But it's like a YouTuber I watch, he has really cool stats. He was like Jeremy Chen was getting pressures at the same rate as like uh, Khalil Mack was. He wasn't on the Jeez. field that much. Like something they yeah. were like, this man's insane. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he's not as good as him, but like he was saying, like the percent of pressures he's getting, that's off the charts. And we got him went second round, yeah, and a second. I don't even know any defensive rookies other than those two you said. I don't want to like copy, but I haven't really uh, seen any go ahead defensive copy rookies that have been Jeff involved. Ogba. Jeff Ogba. Uh, he was the, for the Lions. Yeah, the corner. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, Isaiah Simmons. Oh, Antoine, Winf- uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Safety uh, for the Bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he's done you know, pretty well. That you know, questionable PI la- uh, Monday night, but he's everywhere. Yeah, and that's what I'll say. All right, just to um, be a couple more. Let's kind of just rapid Brett fire. Coleman. There you go. Brett yeah. Coleman. Uh, just because I feel like we're kind of getting up there on time. Uh, Co- Coach of the year, who we got? Mike Tomlin. I'm going Mike Tomlin too. I, I mean, it's hard to argue against it. Just I thought because he should have got it last year with coaching a team like that with Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah Mike Tomlin. I'll okay. Say, uh, Dark Horse Defensive Player of the Year, uh, DK Metcalf, chase down, tackle under. <laughs> Hell no. Um, Wild who, card. Who is, who is your biggest bus team this year? Broncos. Okay, why? That that's They had this huge ceiling to be like, Amazing and they Drew Jerry Locke, Judy, no Drew Locke, Drew Locke, Drew Locke, Melvin Gordon. At the end of the season, it's like, oh yeah, we got this gunslinger kid. John Elway finally found his quarterback. Yeah, after he got hurt. Eight tries. He got hurt playing the Steelers. But like, I don't want to say they're a bust because of injuries. But like, I felt like this was going to happen even without the injuries. Okay. I'm going to go Raiders. I thought the Raiders were going to do better this year. Uh, they're great. <laughs> yes, but I'm saying like, oh, like way better. Yeah, I thought okay. that like. I mean, they, Henry they, Ruggs, I thought, they, was going to come in. They beat the Chiefs. <sighs> Bless them. Yeah. Josh Jacobs has performed pretty well, but he wasn't like this like running back one everyone was talking about. I know I drafted him. He's done really well, but he's not putting up like absolute monster numbers. Um, Henry Ruggs got hurt. Um, who's their coach? Um, uh, John, John Gruden. Gruden. John Gruden. That man's is tough-nosed football. I think the Raiders are good, but I think that right now, like, if you're going to talk about – teams that need one extra piece to win i think it's the raiders it's probably on defense too. i think the raiders like i mean Derek carr's a good quarterback he's playing really well i mean like i think that team is like right on the edge of being a very good team again and he's got a new home i mean that's going to be an interesting team to watch i have no idea how y'all didn't pick this but the cowboys um they they have no dak they have no andy i know They're, but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blame injuries on a team like but that. when that, you're that team got murdered they did get murdered on the injuries on the, they were still on, losing with Dak. but so. when you're giving up 33.2 points per game yeah, which is literally the worst ever given up points per game Since is by like the baltimore 1940s the baltimore colts had 33 this man just said baltimore colts ladies the baltimore and gentlemen. colts in 1981 had 33.3 points per game right now 33.3 points a game the cowboys through the first eight first eight games is 33.2 hey, they can still points go per eight game. and eight 
they're not going yeah, in. Yeah, I know. Man. Here's another thing about them, though. Um, they haven't won against the spread yet in, va- in like, the betting spread, which is rare. Like, they're going to be the so, first team in, like, <laughs> locks of the week. Choosing the Cowboys. <laughs> um, oh, so, I, you and me both can't pick the Steelers. Only Jacob could. So, Steelers real quickly, uh, let's keep going. Who's your biggest sleeper team? Who who has kind of impressed you so far in the, the Colts? Season? Okay, I was going to go the Colts too. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and the reason why is just because their defense and kind of I have the stats as kind of pulled up. Phillip doesn't try to be a gunslinger. Yeah. And I mean, just look at their defense that are, they're allowing the second least amount of yards, second least amount of rushing uh, yards per game, the fifth least amount of points per game with 19.4. Um, they have the most inter- tied for the most interceptions in the league right now. Their defense is showing up and showing tied, out. Tied with Pittsburgh. Uh, I can't remember who the other ones were, but the Colts are. That's my good sleeper team too. I gotta go Colts as well. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say something, maybe like the Bills potentially. I mean, people always are counting them out because they are the Bills. Stephon you Diggs. Say Dolphins. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say the Dolphins just yet. I need to see yeah. more of Tua. Yeah. Um, I gotta say the Colts. I maybe Philip Rivers was more than what they bargained for because. I think if they had, if they had traded up and got like a Justin Herbert, oh, they'd like be an actual in, gunslinger. They'd be insane. That would be a a wild team. Well, this is the thing with Philip, bro. Phillip, he's old. He still feels like he's gotta just slang it for no reason and sauce people up. Like that rock. game he threw three picks that they should have won. You know what I mean? I, I heard Pat McAfee talking about it. It's like, bro, I don't want to say like take an approach like Ben because Ben can sling it when he needs to, but it's like you don't have to sling it and drop points on people's head to win anymore when you have such a great team built around you. Yeah. I think if the Colts get a good quarterback better than Phillip, they're going to be a nasty squad to try to beat. I thought the Colts were going to go for Cam Newton this offseason, but they signed Phillip. I thought that would have been great for him. Uh, Speaking of somebody who could be in this next award, biggest bust individual. Who is the biggest individual bust award? Stephon Gilmore. That's a good one, actually. I mean, I didn't even think still, about I mean the only problem is I, I can't completely give him 100% of the blame is because he lost a lot of the other centerpieces around him. That defense fell apart. But he was getting outran by George Kittle. And, like, George Kittle's an amazing tight end. But when you have Stephon Gilmore, who's running a 4-3, and yeah. uh, George Kittle, who's running a 4-6, like, it's very two biggest, completely again. Biggest bust. Biggest bust. I have two while you're thinking about like, that. Um, Dwayne Haskins? Oh, that's a good one, actually. That man ain't even playing football on them. Yeah, yeah. he's third string right now. Yeah. So no, my not. my selfish biggest bust was going to be Saquon because I drafted him with the second <laughs> overall pick, and he tore his ACL. Um, but the actual drafted him biggest, second overall, yeah. tore his ACL on my team. Yeah, the actual biggest bust that I would say is Zeke in my mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're talking about somebody who we thought, especially with. Saquon going down, Christian McCaffrey going down, um, with me. a even like honestly before Dak got hurt, we were like, oh, this is going to be the team that is going to put up forty points a game. But even when they were putting up forty points a game, it was all Dak and Amari. It was a Dak and Amari and Ceedee Lamb. Lamb and Michael Gallup, and it was not Zeke. And Zeke, to his credit, he's his statistics aren't bad. Like he's fumbling a lot. He, doesn't he does. Do that. He does lead the league in fumbles right now. The, the that Cowboys. is a statistic Cowboys you never want. Are a mess, top to bottom right now. Yeah, 
It's like even I, – I can't even blame Zeke all the way, but he is a bust this year. But they're not coaching well. Yeah. They're not putting them in positions to succeed. Throw a fullback in there, run a hard eye formation. Rookie coach of the year? Uh, Matt Rule. Probably. But or how many other rookie coaches are there? The Giants, Browns, rookie. I'm talking about like coach with a new team. Oh, coach with a new team of the year? <laughs> hey, I just want to brag about Matt, Matt Rule being a good yeah, Matt Rule is pretty good. All right, so biggest bust, biggest sleeper, that biggest person that's kind of surprised you? Chase Claypool. Uh, yep, that <laughs> – that's definitely one because yeah. he came out of nowhere. I didn't know he was going to end up having like seven touchdowns in eight games. I'm going with your your honorable defensive player of the year, DK Metcalf. Um, right now he has – That man is a physical specimen. Right now he is fourth most in yards with 680 p- receiving yards. He's tied for most touch receiving touchdowns. Um, he has the third most receptions with 36. I mean, this or he has the 23rd most receptions. I'm sorry. But He's if he is, but that just shows me and the reason why I put down 36. If that man starts running, you ain't stopping him. If you're if you're going for 680 yards in 36 receptions, that's like 15 yards a reception. Yeah. Yeah. Which is he would have had an extra touchdown if the holding call on the he would have had another touchdown. touchdown if he would have not let up early. Yeah, I mean it's so we're talking about nine I, touchdowns. That so man is what other awards? that's like almost what? How many that's touchdown it, does it. uh the comeback player? Oh, uh, we can do comeback. Well, he's got to do his Alex sleeper. Smith. That dude played. He played one game. That yeah, I do play. not care. Your leg breaks in that many positions okay, where I think right. that you're gonna die. I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm Alex gonna go with Connor Smith, on this one. Absolutely. I don't care. I think it has to go based. I off think of, it needs to go Big Ben. I think Big Ben's definitely yeah, it. But I'm Alex Smith here. almost died. So <laughs> Alex Smith almost well, died. Then he should have retired. And then he took. <laughs> yo, Big Ben, dude. Listen, Big Ben had an elbow surgery. That's not like okay. Oh, well, I'm his, talking about his, all the other players that oh, came. Oh, his Ben, Alex, Cam Newton. Yo, Alex Smith almost had to get his leg amputated, and he played like three quarters. I don't care. The man played football oh, again, okay. like one of the most dangerous you. sports. That's I'm with okay. you. Big Ben went in to get soldier surgery. All right, it was a shoulder. Do not give him the little violin. I'm giving Alex Smith the the don't. Little. The little cello. You you are not gonna disrespect like my Alex. boy Alex Smith Alex like that. I'm not. All right, so I'm just saying. Last, so I know that we spent way too long on that, but let's well, go we ahead. Talk about well, we're the, a football podcast now because there's no sports happening other than football. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> the trade deadline has came and passed this past week, right. um, and so there literally <laughs> like nothing was happened. nothing happened. So this segment, I want I want you to Steelers traded. Well, yeah, but it was I'm talking about big, it was a big mind, yeah, it was a blockbuster trade. So, we're, I'm calling this segment "Trade It," and okay. so each one of us need to come up with at least one big trade that you would have wished you would have seen. I will start out with mine. I see. I wish I would have seen Dalvin Cook be sent to the Buffalo Bills. For a first round pick and a second round pick, that's, that is that's wild. wild. The Bills do need a running back. Should have got Le'Veon. I don't think that Le'Veon, Le'Veon would have yeah. been the the answer, but I think that Dalvin. The reason why I say 
Minnesota needs to ship Dalvin Cook. It seems like they're shipping everybody else. It seems like they're going full rebuild mode. Um, it looks like Kirk Cousins isn't their answer. So I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna go rebuild, send away your most valuable piece. And what's the, what's gonna, the old mantra? Buy low, sell high. Um, and he is selling the highest. So like you can get a hell of a price for him. At the same time, would you want to build around him? Or no, because running, running backs, backs don't are last replaceable. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I will say this. I have two. Okay. I wish I saw from the Vikings as well. Justin Jefferson. Adam, Adam Thielen. Thielen to Green Bay. Oh, that would have. For a first round pick. Uh, no, he wouldn't have been a first round pick. Like a third and I think he would have been like a. I, I think he would have been the a second. The only reason why it would be a first is because the Vikings are selling to Green Bay and Green Bay's got to buy They're high. They're not going to sell within division, though. Well, Unless my other pick to make sure the Steelers really lock shit down, Stephon Gilmore to the Steelers. Why? Could, we already have two good corners. Could you imagine? Yeah, because your defense has nearly given up games. Your defense has nearly lost the game Pretty to Baltimore. Sure it's the offense not getting the defense off the field. But yo, your yo. Let me have my dream. Okay, sorry. Your yeah, defense. Just let my boy get Stephon yeah, Gilmore. We don't need Gilmore. I think Stefan Gilmore does not want to be part of this rebuild that's going on with the Patriots. I don't think he likes it there. Yeah. I think Mike Tomlin could teach that man. And I think that if Micah Fitzpatrick and Stefan Gilmore and your other whatever, whatever, and TJ, whatever, whatever, no your, deep, your defense would not let anything happen. Your offense could run the ball with James Conner three yards every play, and it would not matter. You'd win. Huh. I guess so. All I right, just, Trey, do you want to see happen, Avery? Well, can I be a Steelers trade? No, I'm not. I mean, there's no one I want to trade. Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers. Uh, I was, if Odell wasn't hurt, I was going to say Odell to Green Bay because they need another receiver. Or uh, some Someone good. tweeted out Odell's going to be known for one thing, and that's the or catch. Deion Jones to Green Bay because they need a middle linebacker hope. Just hope Green Bay because, you know, they're ignorant and won't trade because they're like, we will grow and develop our players. And hey, they almost Aaron traded Rogers for Will life. Fuller. Yeah, almost, but they didn't because they're stubborn. Here, Here's what my second, and this has yet to happen, and I hope it does. Trade deadline's over. I know, but I'm talking about after the season. Trevor Lawrence decides that he is going to enter the NFL draft. But not play for the Jets. But the San Francisco 49ers trade – a first-round pick this year, a second-round pick this year, and a first-round pick next year for the first overall pick and get Trevor Lawrence. Dang. And in return, we'll give you Jimmy G for free. <laughs> That's not happening. Dang, they're bailing out on Jimmy G? I think we should. Oof, man. Two years already gone. Dude, we paid him fucking freaking $36 million, like $36 million a year for him to play – a season and a half in, in the season that he played was he was he did go to the Super top. Bowl. It wasn't because of him. <laughs> it. I mean, Nick Mullins is making the throws Jimmy G can make. Bro, hey, my boy Nick Mullins was He's, slinging the rock around. He Sunday. threw a dime to Ayuk. Bro, that now that dude, he is real. <laughs> also, also another one that I, I want to see. He gets excited about his team, even though he never does. Also another one that I want to see. Alex Smith to San Francisco. Relax. Run it back. 
<laughs> Part two. Uh, Don't break legs. I want to see Odell go to the San Francisco 49ers. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or A.A. Ron Rogers. I think Aaron Rodgers and Odell would be a nasty Randy Moss 2.0 thing. On the 49ers. That's Trade for both of them. Never happening. I, well, that GM works magic. I so. like Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he's completely the quarterback of the future. I will say I would love to see the Panthers grab Trevor, but we'll see. Panthers get Trevor? No, I don't think we'll, we may be a just uh, – who is the o- o- Oklahoma quarterback right now? Justin Fields? Trank? No, that's that's Ohio just, State. You talking about Alabama or uh, – who's the, who's the other big quarterback behind Trevor right now that's like the Justin other – Fields. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Yeah, Panthers could grab Justin Fields. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but that's like the f- – some people are saying that's yeah, like y'all second y'all pick. Aren't, y'all aren't going to be bad enough to get him. Yeah. Some y'all people are, are saying to, like that's second Y'all are going to have pick. to deal with Teddy and build around Teddy. At latest, that's like the – Third or fourth. You're going to have to like work with Teddy, wait till his free agency comes, and then like either get someone else or sign him. Or tank. Or hypothetical. Hypothetical. David Tepper sells Connor Peck, the <laughs> Panthers franchise, for my paycheck at the school. <laughs> Best deal of all time. What a profit for you. <laughs> I'm weak. Um, bro, they're going to ask me to pay for things. And I'm like, bro, I'm broke. Hypothetical. The Panthers tank. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> goes back to Clemson for his senior season. Says, Screw the Jets. Then the Panthers tank. And then they Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence somehow magically goes for his fifth-year option, getting his master's yeah. degree. Well, if the Panthers tank, what are you going to do with CMC and Teddy? Release Teddy. Because I don't even know why that was a problem. Let, like that was a question just to begin let the with. XFL quarterback play, bro. PJ Walker is missed four throws <laughs> against the Falcons. Yeah, worst they, defense. They were tough. He looked rough. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey Robbie, it just takes hey, him a while. Hey, offensive player of the year, Robbie Anderson, leading the second he, most. Set, it's like third most, but he has one touchdown, and so it's like. Yeah, you can go until the day is long, but if you don't have a touchdown, what are we doing here? I think the Panthers are going to rock with Teddy till they can't no more. I think that's a terrible idea, but yeah, let's go with can't. locks of the week. Um, right now, we all suck. I got suck. mine. I'm ready. We all suck, and so um, I need a Chiefs, pen. Chiefs over relax, Panthers. Relax, relax. If they lose this Hold one. on. Give me a second. I'm done. So, so right now, Connor is 3-5 and five because we are terrible at this game. Are we going to let them know about our – Jay, I, and all, Avery are 2-6. and six. Uh, Connor's pick last week was the Chargers, which were one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Broncos. lost Rip. in the last second. Avery, which he I don't picked. Want to talk the Titans about this. were six-point favorites over the Bengals. The Bengals won. Yeah. Uh, I picked the Bucks, which were 10-point favorites over the Giants, which the Buccaneers barely won, but it didn't cover the 10-point spread. So, what we got? Let's Chiefs over Panthers, minus 11. Minus 11? It's supposed to win by 11. It's in Arrowhead, right? Yeah, Chiefs over Panthers. If the Panthers win this game, I don't even care about spread, but if the Panthers somehow win, I will be livid. <laughs> Live it. Here, can I see it? I, I need oh, to. I just closed it. Have I chosen the Steelers yet? Yeah, you chose them over Houston. That's right. That's right. And I won. Dang. Have I, I chose Tampa Bay? about the Steelers. Uh, you have not. 
I think Tampa Bay will cover the spread over the Saints. I think they'll win by more than five points. Wow. So it's minus five? Is For that Tampa what? Bay, I think, yeah. It, so the the spread is minus five over the – Yeah, I think uh, Drew is supposed to win. That's crazy. I am going with – We're going to run out of good teams to cover. <laughs> Damn it. I've already picked this team. Um, the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Over the Pats. Hey, that be, they, you know what? The Jets. That's going to be Jets such a crappy Monday night game. I am going with the Ravens, which are two and a half point favorites over the Colts. That's a good game. I hope the Colts win that. I think you hope any team beats any team in your division. Yeah. <laughs> last last segment before we end it out. I want rapid fire, no explanations, just rapid fire. Who would you rather start a franchise around? Christian McCaffrey or Derrick Henry? Christian McCaffrey. You want to ask me? I love this CM- everybody. I love CMC. Derrick Henry, I think, is just gonna run through people. In his prime, John Elway or Joe Montana? Joe Montana. John Elway. Interesting. I I'll say this: CMC, I think, is a could build a franchise run, but I would think Derrick Henry would be a. a, a I take best. CMC just for his receiving abilities. Who was the better fictional quarterback, Sunshine off Remember the Titans, or the new longest yard, longest yard, longest yard? Yes, Sunshine. Yeah, I don't know the other one, so Sunshine. Would you rather have Tom Brady in his prime or Patrick Mahomes in his prime? Patrick Mahomes. That's got to be a team question. I, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's proven to be the best. I'm taking Patty. So far. Because Patty's not even his prime yet. Luke Keekley or Bobby Wagner? Luke Keekley. Vince Wilfork or a stripper? Stripper. Vince, he's sexy as fuck. Let me see. Let me see. These are off the dome. Bo- I didn't do boxing. Boxing? I love me some CMC, though. Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. No question. I am the greatest. Tyson versus Mayweather. Mayweather. Tyson. Tyson got that reach, boy. Tyson's destroying Mayweather. Unless Mayweather wears him out. I don't want to get into boxing talk. Uh, Ted Williams or Babe Ruth? I mean, it's Babe. Ted Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Babe, man. Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Uh, Pre-war or after war? Lou Gehrig or Ted Williams? Ted. Ted. Okay. Um, Barry Bonds or Ted? Ted. I got to go Barry. Barry. Barry or Sammy Willie? S- Sammy Sosa or Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Willie Mays or Hank Aaron? Hank Aaron. Give me the OxyClean, baby. I'm going Willie Mays here. <laughs> that, it, that, that was his name. It's right Billy there. Mays, I know. Ah, oh, close. No, I'm going Hank Aaron because I have his jersey. That's a good one. Um, Hank Aaron or Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. Didn't Barry use roids? Yeah. He did, but yeah. he didn't even need to hit the bat. I like they they walked him I like so Hank much. Aaron better. Hammer and Hank? I like Hank Aaron better. Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa? Sammy Sosa. Sammy. Roger Clemens or Nolan Ryan? Nolan. Roger. Don't don't try me like that. <laughs> Uh, Mike Trout or Bryce Harper? Mike Trout. <laughs> Mike, here we go. We Bryce, we are going to go down. 
Mike Trout or Derek Jeter? Like all time? Mike Trout. I'd go Derek. Mike Trout's going to end up being the best baseball player. Mike Trout or Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds right now. We're, let's, let's I was just saying, like, for all time, then I, I mean, I'm going to say Mike Trout over Barry. Just Here we go. He's breaking all these records, bro. This is my last question, and this is not a would you rather question. Who is the best pitcher of all time? You have, I will tell you some good candidates. Randy Johnson. I'm going Randy Johnson. You have they Greg Maddox. A bird. You have Nolan Ryan. You have Roger Clemens. You have Sandy Koufax. You have my pick, which is Walter Johnson, which has 400 and something wins, which is unheard of. I'm going Walter Johnson. I'm going the man that obliterated a But bird. he did play in the 20s, which there was no black people. So you got to hold it against him to a certain extent. <laughs> there was no black no, people playing in the 20s. He said Greg Maddox for me. Greg, Greg Maddox. Who is the best team that you've ever seen not win a championship? What was it, the 2010 Chargers? (laughs) No, this could be – let's go with football. Who's the best football team to not win a championship? The the Patriots team that went undefeated. That team were the 2010 Chargers that literally were the best in everything. Except special teams. Yeah. Yep. English hard. Me no English. I tell you what. Now this probably isn't my pick, but that Steelers team with Love Bell and Antonio 2017 Brown, twenty seventeen team, yeah, the one that Shazier got paralyzed during. Was R. that? R. I thought peace. that was in like twenty eighteen. Rest in peace to a real one. He's not dead, but he's. That season we lost okay. to the Patriots, and or was it to the Jags? Those two years we lost back to back in the playoffs. You know, I don't want to them. I don't want to talk about that. R.I.P. To the Cubs. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. to the Cubs. Moment of silence, boys. Should we bring the TikTok back up? No. Uh, <laughs> how, long po- how long has this podcast been? Yeah, it's an hour and ten. Don't forget, right. don't forget those moments, but cherish them, Jacob. It's hard. They when let John have... Lester go. It's the start of the end. They let him go? They let John Lester go. When? Yesterday. What? I done. I done. We're watching a man slowly I done die. Shook his world. Yeah, they let Javi Baez go too. You're fucking lying <laughs> to me. No, they did let John Lester go though. Oh yeah, he's old. I so think they're I'm gonna old. let uh, either Chris Bryant or Rizzo go. Oh yeah, no, Rizzo's till next year. But I think that we need to end this podcast. The an- so the Angels are gonna get Chris Bryant. I'm just kidding. They, they have him. Anthony Rendon. They're gonna get Rizzo then. Play first base. All right. Barry Bonds comes out of retirement, goes to the Dodgers. Pink skin Sammy Sosa joining the Angels. Bro, hey, Sammy, if you're listening to the podcast, I'd love to get you on. I have your jersey, Teach us your skin tone regiment. Stop. (laughs) What if he actually listens to us and wants to join, but now he doesn't want to join because of your goofy ass? I'm sorry. (laughs) I will see you guys next week. Y'all have a good week. Hopefully... We aren't in all-out riot mode by the by this time next week. But we'll see Sammy Sosa at the riots. <laughs> yes. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all hey, later. Can you sign my jersey? <laughs>